It's time for another episode of Rainmaker for Contractors. Interviews and success stories with million-dollar-plus basement waterproofing and foundation repair owners. Discover how they market and grow their companies in today's economy. Hear directly from the most successful leaders in your industry. With your host and Rainmaker for Contractors owner, Bill Crawford. Hey, well, welcome to the Rainmaker for Contractors podcast. So glad you joined us. Today we have Mr. Robert Landfrank from Healthy Way Waterproofing and Mold Remediation. Robert, hey, welcome. welcome. <laughs> How you doing today? Doing well, thank you. Awesome, awesome. Hey, can you tell us a little bit about your company, your services, your coverage area, things like that? Sure. Um, Healthy Way is uh, celebrating its 12th year in business. Um, we service about 80% of the state of New Jersey. Um, we specialize in basement and crawl space waterproofing and foundation repair. And we do mold remediation anywhere from the basement all the way to the attic, as well as remodeling. Um, uh, our, really, our niche is that we are a one-stop shop uh, company. Um, and I think that's, that's where how we've uh, positioned ourselves and has got us to where we are today. Sure. So, you know, you kind of opened the door for my first question, and that is, you know, how are you different? And obviously you're different because you're doing mold remediation and mold testing and so on. And you know, one of the things I've admired is you're, you're certified at IAQA, which maybe there's a lot of people out there that belong to it, but it's different. It's a totally different game to be certified and all that stuff. So um, can you comment a little bit about uh, that, you know, being different than many waterproofers out there that you have all this uh, certification in, in relation to mold and, and any other ways that you position yourself differently from a lot of other waterproofers out there? Yeah, well, that, that is definitely the, the number one way we separate ourselves. Um, you know, I would say the majority of our competition are basement waterproofing companies that market themselves as waterproofing companies that also do mold remediation, where we market ourselves as a mold remediation company that also does waterproofing. Um, a lot of these waterproofing companies are now doing remediation, and, and you know, New Jersey's a very competitive market, um, but the way they're doing it, it's not what I would consider full remediation. Um, so that's, yes, I, I took the time many years ago to start getting certified um, through the IAQA and anyone, you know, all my inspectors and the foreman of my crews are all certified. Um, and that's, you know, when we, we're going into a home and, and, you know, looking at comparing estimates and, and comparing companies, we do find that when we, when we put them side by side, uh, the, 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 type of remediation we're doing is is different than most of these other waterproofers. Basically, what I say is a lot of these other waterproofing companies do what I call sanitizing. They really stress the chemical side of the, of the job, but they don't stress what I think is the most important, that's mold removal. Chemicals do not remove mold. Um, they put basically take the spores there and either kill them or put them into a dormant stage. Um, and that's good but you're still left with a lot of mold spores in that area where true remediation is about removing mold. Um, the other way we separate ourselves is the remodeling side. Um, a lot of waterproofing or mold remediation companies will come in and 
rip things out, cut the sheetrock, remove the sheetrock, uh, what a tile, whatever needs to be removed to do the job properly. Um, and a lot of them don't do the, the putback. Um, or if they do, you know, they're dealing with just basic work. Um, I actually started a separate company now called Beyond Compare Construction that is a full service remodeling company. Nice. And they, we, we use them as a sub. So when we go into a customer's home, we're going to present them with an estimate from the, the remediation, the waterproofing, if there's foundation repair, and any form of remodeling they want to do, whether it's a, a basic um, job up to a, you know, a detailed job. And you know, we do additions and everything else. So um, I find that customers really prefer to deal with one contractor. Um, this way, if they have one go-to person. And if there's any problems or any questions or concerns, they don't have the finger pointing going on. And, you know, so I, you know, we, we have a lot of our customers tell us that, that one of the main reasons they used us is because they wanted to deal, they liked that they could deal with one contractor and that, you know, we could do it from beginning to end. Wow. Boy, you're, you're offering a lot more than what I have seen out there. It's impressive. It's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, in light of COVID-19, you doing anything different? What, what's that look like from, say, you know, two years ago? Well, the only, I mean, you know, in the beginning, we, you know, we started implementing some, um, you know, Zoom in, um, meetings with the customers. And, um, but, you know, in this business, you got to inspect. We tried, we did try um, customers taking photographs and sending it to us. Um, you know, it, it helped. But we still had to, you know, let the customer know that we would still have to get out there eventually to look at things. But I was pleasantly surprised that the, the we didn't skip much of a beat, you know, those, especially the first, you know, the spring that it came out um, last spring. Um, our business didn't decrease that much. Um, nice. You know, the, the people... The, you know, it was different in the sense that some of them, you know, um, wouldn't be there. So, you know, so we had to, you know, conform a little like we would do the inspection. And then if the person didn't want us, you know, sit down at the table with us, then we would do the, the presentation with them, you know, from on a Zoom meeting, maybe the next day or later that day. Um, but we really haven't had to do that now in a while. We, we have, we're pretty much back to normal there. The, the one change I did make due to COVID, and I don't know if I'm going back, is I got rid of my office. And at first I was, you know, concerned about it, but everybody loves working from their home. Um, we haven't, you know, skipped a beat in business. It hasn't hurt us in, at all. Um, saving tens of thousands of dollars for rent and utilities, sure. mm -hmm. um, you know, meetings we're doing through zoom. Um, and, you know, we just had a meeting the other day and I, and I asked everyone that, you know, uh, are we ready to get back to an office? And it was shot down. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it was zero, zero, yeah. <laughs> not one vote wow. for, for to go back to an office. So, so that is a change we made and, and I'm not sure we're going to go back. Um, it's working great. And like I said, it's, it's reducing expenses. So right now it's a win-win. Nice. I, I think there's a lot of companies that are not going back. 
and it's going to be pulling teeth to get people back in that office, especially when there's a commute involved. Big one. Yeah. And even with the crews, you know, we, 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 rented a storage space and they meet there in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, you know, the rent on that's minimal. Um, so that was my biggest concern was with the, the crews and, and storage and stuff for equipment and materials, but we've worked it out and so far so good. Nice. Hey, you, you know, you've been around 12 years, you're continuing to grow. You just bought a new company. You're expanding. Do you have any, uh, what, why do you think you are continually successful year after year? Are there certain core values, principles, systems in place? What is it that guides you? Well, I, I, I think number, number one is customer service. Um, people today want customer service. They want to know uh, that they're going to, that the company's going to be there when they need them. Um, and, and again, it's, it starts literally from the time we answer the phones. I have stressed for years because I learned this at other companies that, that I couldn't believe how many times I would walk into a customer's home and say, you know, we knew you were a good company as soon as, you know, you guys answered the phone. And just based on how friendly everyone was and professional, um, you know, showing up, um, it's, you know, I know you probably know this about, you know, going into homes and saying, you know, we called four companies and, you know, the other three never even showed up. So, you know, being on time, um, which all of this to me ties into customer service. Um, The other thing I think is, and this is for, our customers who are doing work for us, besides quality, of course, I mean, that goes without saying, but the other one is cleanliness. Um, For years, just the amount of complaints I would hear when I went into homes and customers would say, oh, you know, we had another contractor do this or do that. And my God, they did beautiful work, but they left a mess. Or they, you know, there was constantly a mess or they didn't clean up or they left this. And those, those contractors didn't realize that they lost a referral just because of that. Yeah. Um, even though they liked the work, whatever they hired them to do, they, they like that, but because of something as small as that. So, you know, we're, we're on, I'm a stickler about, you know, leaving our jobs even cleaner than when we first started and giving our customers uh, far exceeding what they expect when it comes to customer service, whether we did the job or met with them a day ago or 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. You say that we had a few jobs when I, when I was running a waterproofing company that, you know, the crew did above and beyond, they did a killer job, but there's like one cigarette butt in front of the house and that the wife just is like, these people are, I can't believe this. It is what it is, you know? And that ruins again, it it literally, you work hard, you do a good job, you, get rid of the mold, you dry out their basement, you do all this, and then you literally lose lose a referral because now they're hesitant to refer you because, you know, people don't want to refer unless they're 110% comfortable that that job's going to go smooth from beginning to end. And now they have that hesitancy because, you know, you didn't clean up or, you know, you left the place a mess. And I think it also says a lot about the company. You know, I, I teach my employees to treat these people's homes the way they would treat their own home. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it took a while to really instill that in, in a lot of the, uh, my employees and really get it to the point where they understood the 
importance of it. At first, they, you know, they, I think they got it, but they didn't realize how important it was. Um, but now I would say that that's a big part of our culture. And um, anyone who, if we hire someone new, it's, I can, as the other people are training them or whatever, I, I must hear it repeated 10 times and, you know, make sure everything's clean and make sure this, you know, that we're in touch with the customer. Of course, when people call you, they should get immediate callbacks. It shouldn't be next day. You know, we, we do our best to return the calls immediately, whether it's a new customer or a service call. So it, it, it's just, I don't think you could ever be good enough at customer service. Yes, yeah, for sure. Hey, you know, you and I, we're on the board of directors together at Basement Health Association for several years. I know you've done some work with Tony Robbins. You've been, been to some of his conferences, but yeah, pretty involved. And I've been intrigued with some of the stories. Can you talk about Tony Robbins' uh, impact perhaps on your life or your business? Yeah, you know, it's funny. I just watched literally two nights ago, I watched the movie again, um, which I recommend for anyone. It's on Netflix. I am not your guru. Um that's his, uh, they did a, basically a documentary of uh, his seminar called Date with Destiny, which was, for me, was life-changing. Um, I've done all his seminars. Wow. Um, I haven't been to one now in a couple of years because I went through all of them, but I plan on actually doing Date with Destiny again. It was, you know, it was that um, of an incredible experience for me. Um, I mean... I guess, you know, I'm a big believer that, you know, like attracts like. Um, I When I'm at these seminars and, and the, the people I've met have have uh, had a profound effect on my life. Hmm. Um, and, and a lot of them are, you know, people go there for many different reasons, some personal, some business, both. Um, but I, I've met some some people that have really been – uh, a motivating factor for me in business. You know, there's some very successful people that um, I've met at these seminars and, um, you know, they're, they're people that I, I will call and when I need to make a big decision or I'm confused about something or just want a, a second opinion. Um, so, you know, it, it's, it's, I really believe that without those people in my life, uh, you know, and, and what I learned with Tony, because for me with Tony, what, what makes me come back is the fact that he really does walk the walk. He's not just one of those guys who goes on stage and, you know, puts on a great show and says all great things and, and all that. And then his personal life is different. Um, Tony lives it. Um, yeah. I, I have a friend, uh, she's worked for Tony very closely with Tony for years and she does a lot of her own stuff as well. Um, and you know, I've, she's even told me that it's, it's just, th this is the way he lives. And, and for me that that's important. If I'm going to, you know, dedicate the time I have to his, that his seminars require. And, and even when you get home and, you know, continue to work on the things that, you know, um, I, I related to at these seminars, uh, I need to know the person is walking the walk and, mm -hmm. and that's Tony Robbins. Um, so yes, he, he's, he's really helped me, um, in business. Uh, I also did his business mastery, um, oh. seminar. Which he ain't was, cheap either. You put a lot no, of money no, to that. No, no, no. But the money I've spent with all those seminars, 
I've gotten back tenfold. Nice. Um, so it was, it, I looked at it as an investment. Um, I always try to invest some money every year in myself. Um, things like Tony or other things that help me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm, I'm constantly managing people and have to, you know, sometimes, you know, be there for them, be like a psychologist and, and motivate and train and, uh, you know, always be the one that they're looking, f- you know, to. So once in a while, I need to, you know, recharge my batteries and, and um, do that for to others <laughs> and be the one who asks for the uh, help and not one has to give it. So, so, uh, you know, I like to do things like that every year. And um, I, I don't see myself stopping because it's benefited me both business and personally. And uh, again, I don't think I definitely wouldn't be owning two companies today if it yeah. wasn't for that. So uh, for one sure. of the, one of the people I met, um, had a lot to do with helping me start my second company, my mm. construction company. So that's awesome. It's all about people. Hey, you said something on, in a board meeting once, and I'll always remember it. I thought of it a few times, but we were talking about the lack of diversity that we had amongst board members, our board. And you said, we, we've got to have more females on this board. And I was like, nice job. You know, diversity. I believe that you don't want a bunch of old white men and a board, you know, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not get political. <laughs> hey, um, what, um, where do you think the key to sales is? The key to sales is consistency. And what I mean by that is I think too many salespeople, um, try to, think on their feet too much when they're in front of a customer and based on the vibe they're getting or some type of, if they stereotype the customer or prejudge the customer um, and they will adjust their presentation for that customer. Um, And, you know, I've been training salespeople in this industry now for 28 years. Wow. And every top producer I worked with, or four um, were the best at that. They, they, I, I always call them equal opportunity salesmen. They, they, they basically, you know, as long as the people had a problem that truly needs to be fixed and the people were willing to give that person or the salesperson the time to do their inspection and, you know, sit down and take the time to explain the problem and, educate them and, and then, you know, show them solutions. Um, those salespeople would present it the same way, no matter who they were sitting in front of. They were the most consistent at their doing their presentation. And um, I always find that those are the top producers, the, the guys who think they know, um, you know, uh, you, know I, you know, I'll get the call up, within 20 minutes, Robert, I knew that they weren't, you know, wouldn't be able to afford this, or there was just no urgency or they weren't going to fix it for a couple of years or they were just shopping. Um, mm-hmm. You don't know. I, I, I you know, as I've been in this business almost 30 years and I still run appointments sometimes. And I always make a, a trick. I, I, I'll, I'll play a game where I'll say in the beginning, all right, you know, good or bad here, you know, and I'm wrong more times than I'm right. 
Sure. Um, so I find the same thing. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I want to give that customer the, the opportunity to hear everything I have to say, you know, so, which gives them the the best opportunity to make uh, the most educated decision. Sure. Sure. And how about lead sources? Do you have any uh, insight into various lead sources, whether Google, HomeAdvisor? I mean, we, we, you know, we get a lot of leads, uh, from the web, from, you know, pay-per-click or, or SEO. Um, we do get a lot of leads. Um, you know, now that we're in business for 12 years and, and um, have a very strong reputation and we're starting to get some name recognition, a lot, of, you know, more of our leads are starting to come in as, as referrals. Nice. Um, you know, I, I also use Angie's List and HomeAdvisor. Um, you know, a lot of people... Oh, I, you know, I don't like him. I don't like this. I mean, I don't, you know, I, based on the amount of money I spend with both of those organizations, I definitely get enough of a return that I continue to use them. Mm -hmm. Um, The only print I do is there's a local magazine around here called Direct Advantage. It's a home home improvement contractors and um, they give an exclusivity for each, you know, industry. Um, So I, I still dabble a little in print, but it's, you know, it's pretty much internet. Um, and I really haven't found anything new and exciting um, when it comes to, to generating leads. I, I, again, I think it's consistency. It's, it's, you know, people go on Angie's list. I now have 90 plus reviews nice. with an A rating, you know, and nice. so I get a lot of, a lot of appointments from them. So it's, sure. uh, it's about reputation, especially when it comes to advertising. And, you know, entrepreneurship is, it can be hard, right? Um, yes. Do you have any words of wisdom for a waterproof or foundation repair company that's kind of just trying to, trying to make it, trying to grow their company? Um, well, it, it, it's, you know, it's based on what they're looking to do. You know, a lot of my competitors and some of them are, do excellent work, but they're, they're, you know, a one man show and, and that's where they're comfortable being. And, you know, I've never done that. So I, I really have no words of wisdom for someone who's, you know, wanting to run a, their company like that. For someone who's looking to grow the company um, and, you know, not be a one man show. Um, you know, you're nothing without a lead. It, it all starts with the lead. Um, oh. Yes, you have to have the salesperson to sell the lead. And then you have to have the good crews to install them and, and, and all that, you know, that, that has to be, but you're nothing without a lead. And, you know, and I'll, I'll, you know, being in this industry in New Jersey for, for a long time, I know some of my competitors and we're friendly and I know some of the guys who were, you know, the one man shows and, and, you know, to them, you know, advertising is a bad word. They, they don't want to advertise. They don't want to spend that money and that's fine if they want to be a, you know, a small company. Um, But if they want to grow that company, um, you know, they can't, they're not going to, can't expect to hire salespeople without enough leads for those salespeople. Yeah. Um, So, so, you know, it's, it, it starts with advertising, but, but there's a very fine line between, you know, advertising enough and advertising too much. I've seen a lot of companies go out of business because they, you know, every year they're, they just keep them continually increasing their advertising budget to the point where, you know, if it doesn't rain a lot or, you know, we have a, a drought or something that affects the waterproofing business, 
um, they're in trouble. So, um, you know, my magic number is 15%. My, I'll, I'll use any source of advertising as long as the, 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 the uh, cost of the advertising comes in at 15% or less of the, uh, the, the amount of sales generated from that advertising. Yeah. Um, if it comes in under 15%, I'll, I'll never stop using it. And that's, you know, that's, and I watch that very closely. So, so, um, pretty common, pretty standard in the industry. You know, you got to yeah. advertise, otherwise no one knows you're there. Right. That's correct. And, 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 and if you're going to build a sales force, like I said, if you want to build the company, if it's not just one guy, then, right. you know, you, you have to, it, it, that starts everything. Then now I've seen plenty of companies who do a great job of getting the leads and then they don't do a good job at either selling enough of those appointments right. or installing them properly. And then they, you know, get a bad reputation, but it all starts with leads and, and quality leads. You know, I, I spent a lot of time in the beginning and training the people in the office to, you know, to make sure we're booking quality appointments and uh, making sure that, you know, they fit our, what we're looking for. Sure. Um, so it, it, you know, that's where it starts and, and, and then it goes from there. Yeah. That's awesome. Hey, Robert, thank you so much for joining us today. So appreciate your words of wisdom, your insight, 28 years in the business. There's a lot in that head of yours. About our industry. <laughs> Actually, this month was 29. Wow. I, I forgot. I forget more than I remember. <laughs> it's, 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 it's things will pop up in my head and I'll go, my God, I, yeah, that's right. I used to teach that 10 years ago and I, I forgot. It's, it's, I can't believe it's, I, I took, I got in this industry. I answered a blind ad and I literally took the job with mid Atlantic as a salesperson, as an interim until I found something in the industry I was working in. Yeah. And here I am 29 years later. It's a huge congratulations. You had a great career. I wish you many more prosperous years. Thank you, Bill. I appreciate it. Thanks for joining us. All right, pal. Thank you. Bye. You've been listening to the Rainmaker for Contractors podcast, where basement waterproofing and foundation repair business owners and industry experts share marketing and sales information that helps you reach more customers. Please leave us a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast platform and get all of our show notes at rainmakerforcontractors.com slash podcast.